You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 57. Today, I'm going to be talking about a condition that if it's ever happened to you, you'll recognize it right away. It's called sciatica. Specifically, it is pain of the sciatic nerve. And luckily, there are some great natural remedies, including aromatherapy, that can do a lot to make you feel better. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? My name is Liz Fulcher. I am the host of this program, and I bring you all kinds of information and stories and tutorials, all designed to help you learn more about aromatherapy and support you on your aromatic journey. The topic today is sciatica or sciatic nerve pain. I would not be Liz Fulcher, and this would not be the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast if I didn't start with a, you know it, a definition. So let's start with the most important component here, the sciatic nerve. The sciatic nerve is a big honking nerve that, let me tell you, it will not be ignored when it is not happy. The sciatic nerve is the longest and widest single nerve in the human body. It begins in the lower back and branches off either side of your spinal cord into your lower back and runs through your buttocks and down your legs. There is one on either side. So therefore, sciatic nerve pain is quite simply an irritation of this big nerve. Sciatic nerve pain can be called sciatica, that is the condition, but it can also be called sciatic nerve pain. The symptoms of the nerve pain for the sciatic nerve are pretty easy to identify. So the The pain that radiates from your lower spine down through your buttock and down the back of your leg is the hallmark of sciatica. And it typically affects only one side of the body. I've had the experience of it, which I'll tell you about in a second, and um, it was on my left buttock and leg. Some more signs of sciatica. um, A deep, severe pain that starts low on one side of your back. You might feel a cramping sensation of the thigh. You may feel pins and needles in the leg and the thigh. You can even feel numbness in your feet and your and your leg. There's no mistaking it. It is, well, there is mistaking it. Actually, it can be look like something else called piriformis syndrome. But generally, when people have sciatic pain, they know it. As I was recording this, James said to me, what are you talking about today? And I said, oh, sciatic pain. And he said, oh my God, I remember. And of course, he told me this story about the time that he was on a construction site as a kid and working hard and lifting and just pinched the nerve and had sciatic pain. So that kind of leads me to the next bit of information is what actually causes this sciatica, this irritation of the nerve? Well, there are a number of different causes. And Let me just say here, I'm doing kind of a high overview. There is a lot of detail that I could have added to this podcast, but I 
thought I would just give you an overview so you have a sense of what it is and, of course, the aromatics that we can use to address it. So what causes sciatica? So a number of things like a herniated disc or bone spur on the spine, and what that does is it compresses the sciatic nerve. There's a condition called spinal stenosis in which the spine narrows, again, causing compression of the sciatic nerve. There's a very common condition called piriformis syndrome. I have seen so much of this in my massage practice. And the piriformis is a rotator. Okay, so we have all these little hip rotators. I think there are six of them. And one of them is called the piriformis. It's a little bitty muscle, hip flexor muscle. And it's very common for it to kind of this is so untechnical, but it kind of gets twisted with the um, with the sciatic nerve, and it can be very painful right in the middle of your butt. And people think they're having a sciatic sort of attack or a flare-up, but in fact, it's piriformis syndrome. What a massage therapist will usually do is find a way to release the piriformis so that the sciatic nerve is freed and it uh, there's no more compression. So piriformis syndrome, uh, again, it's a spasm of one of the hip flexor muscles. The nerve gets pressed by that sneaky muscle, and um, that can actually cause sciatic pain. Sometimes sciatica happens because of pregnancy. So when I was around eight months pregnant with my first son, Davide, I remember so well, just I was minding my own business, just walking along, when I felt like I'd been shot, I had this unexpected pain, like an electrical jolt on my le- in my left lower back, down my uh, down through my butt and into my upper thigh. I had no idea what was happening to me. It was kind of scary, and of course, saw the doctor who told me what it was, sciatica, which is the same in Italian as it is in English, and this kind of this um, manifestation of sciatica is actually common in pregnancy because as the baby grows and gets heavier, it starts putting pressure on the sciatic nerve of the mom. And this pressure can cause, you know, inflammation, irritation, and, and pain. This nerve does not want to be compressed when it's compressed and irritated. Those are the two primary conditions that will lead to a full-blown sciatica. The good news is Although the pain of sciatic can be very severe, most cases resolve themselves within a few weeks. And it's easy to resolve with home remedies, lifestyle changes. It takes a bit of, you know, you have to want to do things on your part. You can't just take a pill and it goes away. Well, you can take your over-the-counter analgesics. But honestly, using aromatics, stretching, doing a couple of things I'm going to recommend will go a long way toward making the sciatic nerve settle down and you'll feel better without the need for any medical intervention. So if you have sciatic, that's that's the good news. All right, let's just take a quick look at who is most likely to develop sciatica. Who's most at risk of experiencing sciatic pain? I've got a list of four. Number one, older people. It kind of makes sense. As we wear out, uh, there are going to be age-related changes to our body and in particular to our spine. Number two, obesity. And in particular, 
Obesity can increase the stress on your spine just from the excess weight. And people who are obese also tend to sit around a little bit more, which kind of brings me to number three, people who are sedentary and do a lot of sitting are much more prone to sciatica than those who are more active. And number four, your work, whatever your occupation is that, um, Again, a job that requires you to sit for long periods of time, but also a job that requires you to be active in an aggressive way. I think about James, who, again, for years worked on a construction site and twisted his back every which way, carried heavy weight. Uh, He did not drive for long periods of time, but that is another occupational hazard that can contribute to sciatic pain. So that was the age, obesity, sedentary lifestyle, and your occupation. Okay, let's get to the good stuff, to the fun aromatic part. So how can aromatherapy help resolve sciatica? Oh my word, so many ways. We as aromatherapists, we have a whole arsenal of tools that can help someone who has a sciatic nerve flare-up. We've got essential oils, hydrosols, carriers, and a whole toolbox full of methods of application that can all bring relief to this condition. So this is truly a condition that go to your local aromatherapist and ask them for help because there's got to be something, as I said, that an aromatherapist can do. There are a lot of essential oils that can help give relief to sciatic pain. Now, first things first, Before you create a blend for a specific condition, ask yourself, what properties do I want from my essential oils? What is it that I want them to do? How do I want them to help? And that will start to narrow things down pretty quickly. When choosing essential oils for sciatic relief, the first four properties that come to my mind are analgesic, anti-inflammatory, antispasmodic, and sedative. Analgesic, obviously, you're trying to get rid of the pain. You're trying to help address and and dull some of that sharp pain. Anti-inflammatory, obviously, we want to reduce the inflammation of the nerve and the surrounding areas. Antispasmodic will help relieve spasms of the soft tissue, further help reduce pain and inflammation. And sedative, kind of help reduce the stress of the pain because it can be a very stressful condition because it makes it hard to walk. It hurts when you sneeze. It's like having a big, gigantic toothache in your rear end and down the back of your leg. So you want to have something to help calm the nerves. There are, as I said, so many essential oils in each of those categories. There are a load of analgesic, anti-inflammatory, antispasmodic, and sedative essential oils. So I'm going to go ahead and list four essential oils per property, not to be overwhelming, and um, to give you kind of a jump start so that you can then do further research on your own when you are addressing sciatic relief. Okay, here we go. Analgesic essential oils, number one I indicate is black pepper because it's high in beta caryophylline, which is superb for pain. Clove bud, which is, I've had such great results with sciatic pain in massage therapy using clove bud because it's high in eugenol, also great for pain. Spike lavender, because it is high in camphor and camphor also kind of help reduce the pain. And then keeping on that vein, rosemary essential oil chemotype camphor because you want that high camphor component. 
anti-inflammatory essential oils. The four I recommend are, we're going right back to those blue oils that I talked about recently in a recent episode. German chamomile, blue tansy, yarrow, the blue oils are always my go-to for inflammation. And I recommend peppermint also as an anti-inflammatory because it is very cooling. And it's hard to say with sciatica if you want to heat it or cool it. Sometimes the cooling actually feels better because it may feel sort of hot and inflamed. But other times the heat feels great, depending on if there are muscles in spasm and so forth. So you really need to talk to your patient or your client and determine what feels better for them. But if you want cooling and anti-inflammatory, peppermint is the, is the choice. Antispasmodic, go to your ester essential oils, these ester-rich essential oils. I've got bergamot, Roman chamomile, clary sage, and probably lang lang would be my next choice, or just good old lavender. Yeah, let's let's say lavender. Okay, there I've given you five <laughs> lavender lang lang. And then for the sedatives, some of the ones I've already mentioned, lavender, lang lang, clary sage, those are great sedatives. But in addition, I would pull out frankincense, marjoram, melissa is so great for stress. And let's go earthy, a little uh, maybe cedarwood or spikenard also to um, ground it. Spikenard can be hard to find. It's kind of endangered. So maybe go with cedarwood and vetivert for your relaxing essential oil. So there is more than four for that one. All right, let's take a look at methods of application. The three methods of application that I would consider right off the bat that can be really helpful are massage, uh, make a blend, and I would probably go with a good 3% blend initially with when, the, when the sciatic is sort of new and and the flare-up is, is just happening and it's really at its most painful. A gentle massage over the lower section of the back, over the affected buttock and down the leg can really do a lot to help relieve inflammation and discomfort. And in today's show notes, I'm going to actually put the recipe that I've used for years with my massage client specifically for sciatic pain. In fact, if it's possible, make a blend, go ahead and use that recipe that I'll put in the show notes, take it to a professional massage therapist and have them apply it, you know, in the affected area, because they also can often give stretches and do things on the massage table that will help to give some relief. Again, it kind of depends if it's piriformis syndrome, if it's straight up sciatica, but a professional massage therapist will, will be able to determine that. The second method of application that I would consider is a compress. A cold compress can really feel nice when that area is hot and inflamed. If you touch it and the skin is warm to the touch, I would go with a cool compress. And usually that's at the initial, initial stages of the sciatica. If it's been going on for a while, it doesn't feel too warm to the touch, but the person is in a lot of pain, warm compress can be helpful at that point. Again, ask the person you're working with, and believe it or not, alternating compresses can often bring relief too. So try your te different techniques, keep on checking in with your client, and always remember to ask them to be honest with you. I don't know why I feel compelled to say that, but I always say to my massage clients, to my aromatherapy clients, it does not hurt my feelings if this isn't working. It does not hurt my feelings if you don't like it. 
It has nothing to do with me. I don't take any of it personally. And the only way I can help you is if you let me know what is working and what isn't working. That's how we are a team. We work together. And finally, there are a lot of stretches that can be super helpful for sciatica. And rather than go into those stretches in this podcast, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to some resources where you can find great stretches that are also very helpful. It's Sciatic is a wheel with many spokes, and you have to kind of go through several spokes on that wheel before you really find the treatment that addresses this person's specific sciatica. So that concludes Essential Oils for Sciatica, episode 57 of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. There's a part two to this episode, which I'm actually going to be putting into the Patreon account this month. It will be the October 2022 bonus episode. And in that episode, I'm going to go into more depth about aromatics for sciatica, but I'm going to focus on the carriers and hydrosols and a couple more methods of application. So if you're interested in having a look at that, patreon.com forward slash aromatic wisdom. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. Are you ready to smell my life? I had a flare-up of my rosacea this week. I'm not sure why. There's been a lot going on with my family. October's been a very busy month. I don't know. It feels like it's all—it's always busy. But for some reason, I had a flare-up on my nose. And I went right to my Palmarosa essential oil, put in a little bit of jojoba. Although probably Tamanu would have been better. But I kind of, sometimes I just do what's easy, truthfully. And I had jojoba right there. And I made a blend and I've been putting it on my nose for the last four days and I can start to see everything's really calmed down now. Palmarosa is the number one recommended oil in my world for rosacea. I've had so much good luck with it. I actually published a, an article in the International Journal of Holistic, wait, IJFA, International Journal Professional Holistic Aromatherapy. I shared a case study I did on Palmarosa for rosacea. If you have rosacea, Palmarosa is what you want. So that was how I addressed one aspect of my life this week with aromatherapy. And that, my sweet friends, is a wrap for Aromatic Wisdom, Episode 57, Essential Oils for Sciatica. Again, you can hear Part 2 on patreon.com forward slash Aromatic Wisdom. That's actually going to be released on October 23rd, 2022. Next week, I'll be talking about essential oils for anxiety. It never seems like there's a time we don't need that. Am I right? So you can look forward to that for episode 58. And until then, be happy, be well.